follow so many interviews and listen to so many interviews all over the media, whether it's in magazines or YouTube, as if I'm researching a paper that needs to be published. And all these years, I had no idea what I'm going to publish, but here I am with all the information out there. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tanvi. So if you go look at my Instagram account and specifically the ones that I'm following on Instagram, it is filled with nostalgia. Like I'm following all the people from the 90s and I'm following like random people like Kim Sharma. Do you remember her? It's like a shrine of my 90s nostalgia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your second host for the podcast, Slow. Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. Hi and welcome to Movie Wala Podcast. We are still doing our family drama series. Today we are talking about Swarg. It came out in 1990. The director was David Thavan. Producer was Nandu G. Tolani. Music was by Anand Milan. Actors were Rajesh Khanna, Mathi, Govinda, Juhi, Dilip Thavan, Neena Gupta, Arun Bakshi and there's a short role of Shehnaz Gudiya as well. And the Prime Minister of India was VP Singh and Chandrasekhar at different times in the year. <laughs> <laughs> and Swarg is the story about Krishna played by Govinda who gets adopted by this family and he grows up and he becomes this household help of sorts in the family and the story is about his loyalty towards this particular family. Oh my god. No, why did we pick this movie? Because like we spoke about in Sansar, there are movies that we may not be a fan of, big fan of, but then we have to pick it because it represents Indian families. And also, Wikipedia says that this was like the second highest grosser in the year 1990. So we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do remember this being like a really big hit and being super popular and people really talking about it so clearly it was popular movie back yeah. then i didn't know it was so popular yeah you were you were lucky yeah <laughs> <laughs> so oh my god like if there is a hindi movie cliche it is in this movie if there is something wrong with our movies it is in this movie i couldn't have said it better <laughs> where do i even begin so like just to give you guys a basic sketch because this is not a movie we are going to recommend you watch because um because you're not going to gain anything out of it it's one of those movies that just represents uh, hindi movies in a really bad light it's like one of those movies that just so bad that it is good like you watch it just to rip it apart kind of an experience but if you are a govinda fan and you like his dancing and you like his melodramatic acting then yeah be my guest watch it because yeah, Yeah, Govinda is at his best. He's young and this is when he was at his uh, youthful Govinda and full of energy. So, the synopsis is like this uh, Rajesh Khanna is a head of a family and he marries Madhvi and they decide to not have kids because he promised his stepmother that he's going to take care of his step uh, brother and sister as his own kids so these brothers and sisters so there are two step brothers and one step sister who's juhi chawla and the other two and uh, dilip thavan and raja bundelas and nina gupta is dilip thavan's 
wife. So this is the family unit. And for the first 40 minutes, this is a happy family. And then something happens. And like we said, it has everything that Hindi movie, the cliched things that Hindi movies have. So obviously, it has a rival who is another industrialist. So he wants to bring this family's business down. So he sets fire to the factory. Just the energy with which we are talking <laughs> is like amazing. It's like just setting the tone right. So basically, you get the point. This is the thing, right? Like this show everybody in such a black and white cliched look. The brothers, because they once uh, Rajesh Khanna loses his money, the stepbrothers are shown in a negative light. So now they suddenly just take a 180 turn and decide they don't like their elder brother and they're not going to help and they are not going to regard anything that he's done for them and they're just going to be bastards about it. Yes. So they are completely black. It's almost like uh, back in the day, not 60s and 70s because we have some amazing movies around that time. But 80s and 90s, it was almost like a fairy tale book movie where you know how in fairy tales you always have this goody goody person and then there's this witch who's this dark villain and then the witch becomes good or whatever and then it all turns around right so this was exactly how even human beings were portrayed in Hindi movies there were no complex characters there were no shades nothing it was just like either they're good or they're very bad and this movie has those perfect characters that we just described so you know Rajesh Khanna is the one who's shown as the best human being right like he's this head of the house who takes care of his stepbrothers, makes his promise to his stepmother, is a wonderful husband, everything about that. But my fundamental problem with this story is, which is, by the way, by Anis Bazmi. If you guys know Hindi movies, you know what kind of movies Anis Bazmi makes. So this wonderful story was written by Anis Bazmi. So uh, basically now, Rajesh Khanna goes to a temple, sees this orphan who's about eight-ish years old, like a young boy, who is asking for food or something. And then the priest in the temple tells him that this is an orphan he just likes to you know get attention from people and blah 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 so now this guy like Rajesh Khanna gets all touched and you know he wants to help this orphan so guess what he does he takes him home and makes him a servant like <laughs> like how is this the right thing to do and you know he had his brothers were the same age as yeah. Govinda more or less he's teaching them like teaching them as in you know they're going to school and getting educated if you really wanted to do the right thing like wouldn't you do the same for this kid like adopt him or you know even if you want to treat him as a brother like send him to school and the worst part is like it is shown in a way that Rajesh Khanna what he's doing is such an amazing thing and how Govinda should be so grateful to him that he picked him up from the streets and made him a servant in a house exactly and then okay fine even if we cut that part of the story and we do not focus our starting point there so let's say like this is some random help right nothing to do with an orphan or whatever so now I have a problem with Govinda's character because now okay I'm not saying that you need like I do not think like you are of a certain class so you should behave a certain way or you can't sit a certain place but even when you work in an office or if you go to like a normal workplace if your supervisor is saying something you don't like cut him and say no you are wrong this is how we should do this and you know everybody shut up and listen to I mean even in terms of just in household help and the boss kind of a relationship it was completely like wrong dynamic yeah it just didn't make any sense like why the 
does Govinda behave that way? There is a difference in like being enduring and being really mm. affectionate and loving, which was like Bavarchi's character, right? Like when we saw Rajesh Khanna in the role of a cook in another film, he was behaving with the family in a respectful way. He still behaved as if, yes, I work for you, but I can help you in these areas and I can like guide you to do things better. But over here when like Govinda is playing a role of a house help, it's completely like, usually I would like like to go with the rhythm of the film and like see what the uh, director is trying to show and not kind of use my brain unnecessarily. If your story is so weak, I'm going to have to like, my logical brain will start working and then I'm not like really paying attention to your story. I'm just trying to find loopholes in it. Yeah, see, every movie is different. So you need to go into a movie knowing what you're getting into, right? So you can adjust your brain accordingly. <laughs> You know, like for Sansar, we knew what we were getting into. So we knew that, okay, we are not going to pick on, you know, logic and things like that. But here, I don't even know what kind of brain I should have to go into it. You know, so that was my problem. Jui Chavla, like after Kayamati Kayamatak, she did this. Like, why would she even do this role? I don't know. Yeah, this was not a good, like, uh, role which was playing to her strengths. She, yeah. uh, Jui Chavla was just being Jui Chavla. But then having said that, like, you, we said the same thing about Nina Gupta. Like, why did Nina Gupta pick this role? So now... I feel like I feel everybody involved at that moment must have been happy with the result because it did so well. So it's just like 30 years later, we are saying like, why did they do this? Yeah, it's a remake of a Tamil movie, which was made in 1960. And it was a huge hit in Tamil. So that's what we were talking about. Like, has the society not changed? And then they made a Hindi movie in 1967. And then they made this in 1990. So 30 years, India hasn't changed. People still liked it. All three movies were super hits, I think. Even now, like I was looking at, you know, when we watched the movie, uh, it's available on YouTube uh, and you have to pay like 99 cents to watch it. But I was looking at the comments below the movie, mm. right? And those comments are recent. Like they're within the last year. Like I didn't scroll back down to see further down. They all loved it. Like they all are like, such a good film, such an emotional film. Govinda's best film. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. So like, you know, just continuing your point of has Indian society not changed? No, it has not changed. I mean, in terms of news and politics, we can already see it hasn't changed. In terms of movies as well, I do not think it has changed. People like what they like. Like sometimes I like for the heck of it, I'll listen to people's reactions when mm. they come out of the theater how did they like the film you can't listen to it beyond like five seconds it's just like the things they say it's like oh ye classy movie hai ye massy movie hai or they'll be like ye to mainstream actor hai you know isko aisa kaam nahi karna chahiye or the actress wasn't like that sexy i mean hello <laughs> like like she was not meant to be sexy yeah. like, so we are talking about random films and I'm just talking in terms of like the reactions people give. So that is the audience that is watching it. So predominantly what they watch or what they want to watch. Yeah. I mean, they still like it. Like we can't say like maybe their interests are also varied. So there's like no, no judgment on that one specific comment somebody would make. They can have various interests. Like I have various interests. I don't have like a genre that I like. But even in those interests, what are you saying? And what kind of movies are you supporting is kind of just says where the audience is right now. So yeah, but I had a lot of issues with the way women were portrayed in the movie uh, where do we begin <laughs> where do we begin right start <laughs> let's go oh <laughs> okay so one positive thing about the women that they showed was okay madhavi is rajesh khanna's wife and uh, rajesh khanna's sister is Juhi Chavla. so both of them are shown as obviously good yes you know when the brothers are 
you know turning against rajesh khanna juhi chawla supports her brother and she's ready to like give up her jewelry to financially support her brother that is about it <laughs> Like I had so many issues. So starting with like Juhi Chawla's character, like she goes clubbing, right? And then there's an attempt of rape on her, and then magically Krishna appears. Like how does Krishna know where she is? We don't know. He just knows which club and where she is. She goes. He supports her. He brings her back. And now these brothers are like shouting at her, like, "Where did you go? And what is this? I mean, what kind of a behavior is that? If someone there was an attempt of rape on her, like what has she got to do with it? She was like she was out there dancing, and it's not even like she's shown to be wearing uh, by Indian film standards, inappropriate clothes, or that she was, you know, skimply dressed or anything. She was just having fun. Yeah, someone uh, drugged her drink, so completely no fault of hers. And the way the brothers, the real brothers, the Rajesh Khanna is a, her step brother, but the re- way real brothers behave is like shouting at her, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, why are they shouting at her? And like, naturally, I know what is happening, and yeah. you know. But sometimes we didn't know what was happening because we were zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> And then even like eventually down the line when she's trying to su- financially support her stepbrother and she decides to take up a job and the real brothers are have their own business and they decide to not help the stepbrother at all and she's coming back from work and the brothers go tumne khandan ki izzat pe daag laga diya kaam kar tum job kar rahe ho so basically because she's working it's like a it's kind of degrading their family just these stereotypes which are being fed over and over again so basically if you work if you go clubbing and somebody like even looks at you and somebody else sexually harassed you it's your fault like these are the in this freaking anis bazmi who wrote this film like kind of like put this message across over and over again in his movies and the problem is that this movie did well so people liked all this so that and they still like it continue to like it as per the youtube comments so yeah. i don't know how, if it's awkward but you know it's kind of weird because initially like juhi chawla is supposed to be engaged to somebody right and govinda even sings like there's a song also tum sajna ke ghar some song tum sajna ke ghar jaoge or something yeah. oh god i don't even remember the tune of that song but so he's singing that to her and you know she's getting engaged and then through the course of the movie obviously you know their family is kind of separated and things happen and uh, juhi chawla has had to work to support rajesh khanna and then govinda he's always wanted to be an actor So he goes to Bombay and he becomes this really famous actor. They meet after like maybe five years or something, and then suddenly Juhi Chawla falls in love with him. It's so weird. The moment they fall in love is just so weird, right? Like they meet after like so many years, and now he's famous and he has a lot of money and all that, and that's it. And they're in love. Yeah, I mean, I think okay, I can see that you know once he became an actor, she kind of got infatuated with him. Like I can see that as in like you know how we are infatuated with movie stars. <laughs> so I can like kind of understand that part. Mm. But then, because this is a you know a whole story, and we also know the before part of the story. That is what it is like when uh, he was the house help and she was rich. Rajesh Khanna and Juhi Chawla they wouldn't even have considered that in the realm of reality, right? Like that wouldn't even have crossed their mind. But now because he's rich, Rajesh Khanna is very happy, like in a way that oh my sister likes him, so like her future is. Got secure. Exactly, but if this had happened before, right? When he was a house, they would have beat him up. Yeah, they would have actually kicked him out, and then we would have one of the stories where you know she runs away from home, and you know, yeah, <laughs> it would have been a different love story. Exactly. And another woman in the movie is Neena Gupta. Yeah, who's the sister-in-law of Rajesh Khanna, and uh, she's like the vampy one. So she has nothing good about her. Yeah, basically, she's an opportunist. Yeah. 
characters are so poorly written you can't even empathize with anyone any of them you know you can't relate to any of them you can't empathize with any of them but the movie did well so so yeah but i think yeah, the movie naturally did well based on the relationship they show between rajesh khanna and govinda so i think the reason people like this movie so much is because we've already said that we indians are super emotional and this mm. movie kind of like really plays to that emotion of loyalty and gratefulness so and of course from the movie's perspective rajesh khanna is this generous man mm. who brought this kid who had nothing going for him so from movie's perspective like and from movie going people perspective this is like a great emotional moment yeah because they even have a song where he misses govinda when he leaves the house yeah. and there's this amazing song about friendship and all that i'm like wow if you really loved him so much and he even says that he loves him like a brother yeah wouldn't you educate him <laughs> actually they make one comment like uh, there's a dialogue which says ke when his step brothers doesn't help him then govinda asks him like uh, aapne mujhe kyun nahi padhaya like why didn't you educate me because then i could have helped you and uh, rajesh khanna says like acha hai maine tujhe nahi padhaya because tu inke jaisa nahi bana like it's good i didn't educate you because you didn't end up becoming like them so now not only is like women clubbing and women going to work bad education is bad too because you getting education would turn you into a opportunist and you know a evil human being these subtext of this movie was so bad but like naturally going back to why it did well was because of the loyalty they show yeah that he, that he never forgets so he leaves the house and uh, he's basically thrown away because rajesh khanna wants good for him and you know he realizes there's nothing in this house that they can offer govinda anymore so he goes and then he kind of comes back and helps them get out of this whole fine financial problem yeah. he he also kind of takes revenge on on behalf of everybody who did bad to rajesh khanna yeah. yeah so that is like that melodramatic writing <sighs> i hate melodramas and also i think one more thing reason it did well was because of the rags to riches story yeah. that is always appealing so he goes to bombay he becomes a spot boy and then he slowly becomes a superstar oh yeah and he's a spot boy and naturally he can act better than the lead actor on the movie so he does the scene better than the actor and then the director decides to cast him and throws the actor out and there's this whole song based on bombay bum 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 oh that bum, is a fun song Yeah, that was very typical uh, Govinda song yeah. and dance. I mean, if I were to just focus on Govinda dancing, like you know when Chitrahar would come and you would just see the songs, I think I would still be uh, on board with that. It's just uh, watching the whole movie, I was like rolling my eyes. I was not just rolling my eyes. I was just like I was sit first. I was sitting up and watching it on my laptop. And then eventually I lied down <laughs> because I needed to kind of rest. And I was like, okay, this needs. <laughs> this needs lying down <laughs> position so that is that but this is this is like a this is a movie which has been remade and made and made not exactly the same story but a version of the story yeah. and in that version maybe the step brother like the brothers and sisters don't always have to be step they could very much be real brothers like you know blood related but still behave the same way so i remember there's like hundreds of movies which are based on ghar ho to aisa bahu ho to aisi ghar ye ghar se sundar bahu rani i don't know i can go on and on it's like there's so many movies with like uh, manish uh, menakshi shashadri and anil kapoor oh gosh yeah there's rekha is in like bivi ho to aisi which has salman khan and rekha in it there's like 
there's Jaya Prada. Like the, this, these are the actresses and actors you'll find in these movies, like Jaya Prada, Rekha. It is almost like Ekta Kapri, Ekta Kapoor serials, but in the form of a movie. There are tons and tons of movies, and they would almost always play in the afternoons in some of the channels, right? Like cable channels. Gosh. Yeah, I don't a- think I ever went to see these movies. Yeah, I don't know who actually would go and watch these movies. So like, you know how right now we are having this uh, wave of movies which are based in small towns and uh, like second tier cities in India. I think there was this whole like decade where the movies were based on these lower middle class families where the family is struggling and it's like in a hand to mouth situation and there'll be one good person and then rest of the family is dependent on them. And this whole version of a family is like shown in 80s and early 90s. That's the problem with India, right? Like when they find a formula that works, they just overkill it. They just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and they milk it like nobody's business yeah and also like to mention that this was directed by david dhawan who is the father of varun dhawan for everybody who doesn't know david dhawan uh, so before he started doing comedies with uh, govinda this is the pre-comedy david dhawan movie i think he thought it was good clearly and it worked you know i mean can't really say anything bad because it worked and that's why we are including this and we're not being like snobbish about it but it just didn't work for us yeah but having said that the set up is real like Mm. this is like i know personally i know a lot of families where the parents have passed away and there's a huge age gap between the elder brothers and the younger sibling and they actually do take care of the younger sibling like their own kids and that includes the wife of the elder brother yeah so the while the story is totally bonkers and it's like you know, that is not exactly how things might go down. But the premise about how an elder brother is responsible for the younger siblings, which it is very much true, it still happens. And I've seen it happening over and over in my family and extended family. So that that is why we picked it because it is actually a true representation of one of the families that exists. And also, you know, the one more reason it could have worked is because uh, like you were saying, you know, it, it's very real in terms of the family dynamics, right? Like we find people like that in our own families. So I think it kind of gave like a fantasy version of what people would want the situation to turn out to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of gives like an escapism to their thing. You know, they're like, oh, you know, I wish something like this happened to my family, you know, where I can show the people who are, you know, bringing our family down. I can show them. I can yeah. become famous. I can become rich and come back and, you know, show them. Because you them. mean whole India was projecting themselves on Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think this whole projection as well as rags to riches and mm-hmm. the emotional drama and the loyalty of somebody towards somebody, which is taken so highly in Indian society. So, yeah. Uh, all of that I think definitely played and it continues to play because people really do love this movie and I hadn't seen it in like a long time I do remember watching it a couple of times when it came out like in 90s like how you said it you know movies play on yeah. TVs and then you watch it and naturally I was very young back then so I never really thought about these subtexts and themes and whatnot but I haven't watched it in like over 20 years and re-watching it was not a good experience as a woman and as somebody who has a brain <laughs> I I think it was a torture. So, anything you want to talk about songs? Songs, yeah. Bum 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 Bai. That song was good. But now they've changed the name of the city also. 
I know, but I continue to call it Bombay. I call Bengaluru Bangalore. Yeah, I do too. I still call it. I still say Madras unless somebody forces me to say Chennai. I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, Madras. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I liked uh, the one of the popular song like Kaise Kate. <laughs> I didn't even know it was such a popular song. I think I don't know why it was popular. I think it is one of those songs which played on radio a lot, and uh. it came on Chitrahar a lot, and it's one of those Govinda songs. So this is like a quintessential Govinda song, which is on a hilltop, and there is uh, there are these really a troop of village bells in uh, their Ghagra Choli with matkas and something or the other, and the actor and the actress is dancing. That is not quintessential eighties, and I don't know what is. And then I think I it was just popular for Govinda. Yeah, what else? It's a dream sequence, so it's not even like a real natural. Even if it was a real, it would always be a dream sequence. And I also like the other one. This is like when they were all happy and together and everything. So Juhi Chawla goes to a movie. She wants to go watch Dawn with her friend, and then she sends Govinda, I think, to get tickets, but he doesn't get tickets or something. Uh, so he puts up a song, you know, for her entertainment. So that was also a fun song. Filmo ke sare hero something something. Yeah, yeah. I think the soundtrack was also kind of popular. Uh, it's not something popular now. Like it doesn't have a revisiting value. But when it came out, these are the kind of songs that were popular. <laughs> so this is what was the state of our movie industry in. 90s until the Khans came and un- yeah we would have you no know, those one-off movies that we still like like Kayamat say but then you know the rest would be like something like this so we had to really pick you would have like spurts of excellence here and there and then <laughs> that then there was a whole lot of this so when people say they oh god they can't stand Hindi movies you know this is exactly what they're thinking in their head when they say that. <laughs> I have friends who just hate Hindi cinema. Like they just hate it. I, I, none of my friends listen to my podcast, by the way, because they don't even like Hindi movies. I mean, they like Hindi movies. Maybe like they'll say, "Oh, I like Three Idiots," or "I like Amar Akbar Anthony," or like you know, they'll pick these classics and they'll pick these one-off things, which are Tari Zameepar and Jodha Akbar. Like you know, one of those things. And uh, unlike me, who'll be like, "I've watched Swarg." Yeah. <laughs> People who are listening to our, this episode right now, I don't even know if many of them know that there was this movie called Swarg. Directed by you know David Dhawan with Govinda because you know when people think of David Dhawan and Govinda they always think of those typical movies hero number one yeah yeah you know those typical Karishma Kapoor and yeah <laughs> I know what you mean yeah. Friends would hate Hindi cinema, and the reason, like, whenever I and I never get into discussion with them because I hate discussing things. Like, I don't want to prove my point to anyone, right? Like, what I like, I like, and you don't like, I'm okay. I don't want to convince people to start liking what they don't like. I'm I'm somehow in, at peace with people not liking the things I like, but it's never the case with them. Like, they want to convince me that why my choice is wrong. So I'm just always like one of the rare times when I'm a patient listener is when they are trying to convince me, and I'm just like, okay, I'll just like listen. Anyways, their logics are like, but this doesn't happen, and that doesn't happen, and the cinematography is so poor, and the editing is so bad, and this and that. And I'm actually, I can see where they're coming from, and I don't disagree with them. Right? Yes, it is not the best editing, and it is not. We didn't have sync sync sound for so long. We make weird edits. We stuff the songs at weird positions where, like, it breaks the narrative of the film. I get all of that, but it's not in my hand. Like, you know, for the longest time, I would 
connect with uh, Hollywood movies because there were very few movies that I could relate to. So I feel like for me, I needed to relate to something and I felt like I could relate to Hindi movies. Mm. And I just felt this is it. Like I watched this because I can relate to it. And I know it's not the best of the cinema, but it's okay. Like, yeah, it's like our own, right? So that is my main thing of liking it, supporting Indian cinema because it's our cinema. If we don't support it, who will support it? I know we are 1 billion people and they don't need my support, but yeah. But I also do like my point, the point I was trying to make was like, I get when people don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get it when people say it's a mediocre of cinema and, you know, storytelling and writing. I get it. But I am with it. <laughs> I don't care, you know. You know what? Like how we were saying it, perfection is overrated, right? So ever since I stopped chasing perfection, I've kind of started appreciating mediocrity. But to a certain extent, until and unless it doesn't completely go off the mark okay with if they're trying to tell a story and they don't have the best equipment and the best talent that they can afford to hire but as long as like the story is good i'm okay with it definitely don't have much to say about the fashion except for madhvi saris yeah there was silk they were nice she looked stunning (laughs) (laughs) end of story uh, Juhi Chavla was wearing like r- absurd clothes which was fine nothing like it, nothing was cringeworthy but nothing was worth yeah we've done so many movies for once I have nothing to say about fashion yeah I, I, that's what I only noticed a couple of Madhvi saris and that too in the light that I always used to wonder like she's so dressed up with gajra and everything in her hand and it's like they, they're saying it's 10 o'clock and the husband hasn't come back and her makeup and hair is like on point and she's a housewife I won't get out of my PJs if I don't have any plans to go out <laughs> exactly so it's just like very impressive the kind of effort she puts into her appearance remember in Sansar you mentioned that Ekta Kapoor got inspired looking at all these movies and watching you know her dad's films I truly believe that's exactly what she's doing and also the amount of popularity her TV shows have I think people are still the same they're still loving you know all these uh, Sas Bahu and uh, family dramas and everything so nothing has changed or the more we change the more it stays the same same either or yeah. i don't know what has changed though you're right this has been such a drag <laughs> this will be a fun edit <laughs> okay so we we mentioned the song we mentioned the fashion uh, any scenes that spoke to you or stood out oh uh, no do you like i'm trying to like if zabardasti have to say something <laughs> i'll come up with something let's see can't really mention any scenes because I felt like the whole movie was kind of in the same rhythm that it mm. was going like nothing really stood out um, although I would say that it was actually nice to see Rajesh Khanna mm. because usually after his peak I've never really yeah. enjoyed his movies but yeah I think this was probably his last work that was still worth watching you know or talking about and in certain scenes you can still see the shades of Rajesh Khanna and you can still see why he was what he was once exactly time. like his controlled body language and very real acting yeah, yeah. I could see shades of it but uh yeah, it was just nice to see him and it was good to see Madhvi on the screen. Like whatever role he she had. And I just found very random that why did they decide to kill her? Like their house is getting auctioned because they don't have money to pay back to all their creditors. But And then she dies because her house is getting auctioned. Like somehow I'm like again coming back to the portrayal of women. Like they just randomly choose to show women as strong and then randomly choose to show them weak. Which... They, 
I feel like it's so poor writing and this is just like this is a clear example of when men are writing and men are directing and they have actually no idea about what women actually are like I didn't get why Madhvi had to die in this movie yeah there was no reason for her to die right and the whole that like towards the end when Govinda and Juhi Jawla are asking Rajesh Khanna to forgive his step brother and Rajesh Khanna is like I'm not going to do that because it's because of them that my wife died and then suddenly his stepmother's photo lands and then he's listening to her speak even though she's been dead for like i don't know 150 years and i think <laughs> that you promised me that you're going to take care of my kids and now i'm like hello this woman didn't uh, come from her grave to talk to her own sons and say like treat ma treat your elder brother with respect but now she's yeah. risen from the dead to like talk to such convenient writing man it's, it's like oh how do we make people emotional and well up and cry oh let's kill the bhabhi you know they were just like randomly throwing uh, it like karan johar uses music to give us cue and this movie was using all the scenes to kind of cue us yeah but yeah so i was very amused by the set design like in including the staircase and then in the beginning there's a scene where Rajesh Khanna is on the bed and the the wallpaper and the bed sheet has the same print it has the exact same print and I was like oh my god like did they really get that wallpaper based on the bed sheet or the bed sheet based on the wallpaper what were they thinking in terms of logic i think they were not thinking anything and this was like a really poorly written movie zero stars to anees baz yeah like i literally have not thing to say <laughs> i know you've said that like 10 times and <laughs> taking cue from that i'm like coming up stuff to say to make sure we land at Thanks, at least a 30 minute mark <laughs> i know <laughs> i can see you trying hard <laughs> okay this is it now i don't have any more patience or any more like this is like the solo tanvi show <laughs> Oh god like never again are we picking a movie which does not seem like something needs to be This is the lesson we've learned. <laughs> so that's it guys. You do not have to watch this movie. You do not have to go through this experience. I don't know if people actually reached this stage like they would have just tuned out. <laughs> if you reached this stage like you know I love you. <laughs> and if you tweet me I will tweet back to you and like profess my love to you publicly. <laughs> you can use the handle movie wala pod and let me know that you reached here and that you love me or on instagram at movie wala podcast and we will see you guys next week next tuesday and we promise you it won't be this much of a drag our next remaining movies are amazing yes i agree and flo thank you for nothing my pleasure <laughs> it was like i was talking and i had an audience oh guys we appreciate you and that's it for now bye bye <laughs>